0: hello everybody welcome to another episode of the two-point conversion this the 19th episode of the second season Uh, that that wasn't a fun experience last night as we've got to talk about this game here lsu losing in overtime to the arkansas razorbacks 16 to 13 in a defensive struggle in a game that i kind of expected to be the way it was i i legitimately like Said that this was. I said it was going to be a four-point game, and I said it was going to be seventeen to thirteen. I was wrong, but by God was I close—like sixteen to thirteen. I was off by one point on the final score. I don't know. Just give me props for that. Come on, y'all. And because it went to OT, yeah. Um. So there are many things to talk about. Starting with the fact that LSU is now basically out of bowl. Contention. They would have to win the next two games. uh, ULM coming up and then Texas A&M. And I don't see us having a chance against Texas A&M. Texas A&M is just so much better than us. uh, In basically every way. And I said that we were not going to win this game if we didn't play like we did against Bama. If we did play like we did against Bama, we could beat them. Um, Defensively, we kind of did-ish okay-ish. Offensively, we didn't. I'm going to start quickly with the special teams so we tried a 55 yarder and missed Cade York not being able to hit a 55 yarder is bad and he missed it short he didn't get enough oomph on the ball which is weird because I mean where I'm sitting during the game like that's where he's kicking practice and I can't tell where he's kicking from because my angle is terrible and I can't see the yard line so I'm not sure if he's kicking from the 45, but it looks like he's either kicking from the 40 or the 45. And so, when he was going through some rounds of practice kicks, he was hitting them... um, Let me rephrase that. He was getting the distance on the kicks. However, there was a point where he just kept missing, 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 missing. And they weren't all from the 45. These were like 45-yard kicks. So, when I say, like, yardage, I'm talking about, like distance of the actual field goal, not yard line on which the ball was placed, just to make that clear. So, like, 45 yarders, he'd miss them. 50 yarders, he'd miss them. He'd miss them. He was missing kicks he wouldn't miss in games, and he was missing them wide, but the distance was fine. At no point, except for maybe when he was lining up for, like, a 60 yarder, was he missing them short. And then, in game, he's going for a 55 yarder, which he's hit multiple times, and he missed it short. It wasn't wide, had it the uh, a little bit more distance. If it had a little bit more distance, it would have made it. That was a key kick. Now, I actually thought it was going to be difficult for him to make it, and I thought we should have punted there. The main reason for that is because, again, after watching during practice, I'm like, I'm worried he's going to miss this. I thought he was going to miss it, and he did. That's not good. Um, Other things. Oh, yeah. We gave up a fake field goal run, not for a touchdown, for a first down, but we still did that. That ain't good. Yeah. Um, so let's get into this. Now, normally I would try and watch the game after, you know, going to it. Unfortunately, that wasn't a possibility because apparently this game was only on SEC Network Plus and not on the normal SEC Network. So yeah, and I don't have access to that. What the hell are you doing? I thought this was on SEC Network. Apparently it wasn't, I couldn't find a way to get the replay, so that's great. Um, yeah, we need to talk about this game. So first of all, Max Johnson got the start, but he played two series. Both went three and out. Then we put Nussmeier in, and he played the rest of the game. Okay? So I didn't know a significant amount of time was going to be the whole game, basically. But Okay. I think we've figured something out here. It isn't on Max entirely. It's the scheme. Like, I've given up at this point. I thought it was just Max Johnson. Or I didn't think it was just Max Johnson. I have said it's the scheme, like, a lot of the year. But I thought there were certain things where it was like, maybe Nuss won't do it. I was wrong. It turns out Max Johnson isn't exactly the worst. He just has some really bad tendencies. I hope that those are not permanent problems because by God those need to get fixed, throwing off your back foot, for example. Um but the internal clock, Nussmeier doesn't have it. He just doesn't. I literally started counting at points. And Nussmeier was actually staying in the pocket for three seconds. And he would try and run around for three seconds. And I get it, sometimes receivers are covered, but still I'm like, dude you're not consistently getting the ball off within two and a half seconds. And if you're wondering that I I couldn't necessarily count the half seconds, though I was desperately trying, and my inner percussionist really hates me, you know, for not being able to count the half seconds considering I got down how long a second was. I studied the play clock with you know fury to try and get those beats down, but alas, I could not get the halves. And isn't that the unfortunate? way this were anyway back to the um offense and it should be noted that the offense actually did a decent job like we actually outgained arkansas 308 to 283 we had more passing yards 200 to 142 but we had fewer rushing yards and by the way we fewer rushing yards on more carries that is not good we had 108 rushing yards on 42 carries and they had 141 rushing yards on 40 carries. So, eager. Now, granted, I just thought of this for three seconds. Um, maybe just maybe some of those weren't all rushes. They were sacks. But, in fact, they were sacks. Because uh, Garrett Nussmeyer had two carries for negative 15 yards. Um, I don't exactly know about Max Johnson, but... Because he did have one run, but still. By the way, KJ Jefferson, he was moving around. He was actually the leading rusher. He had 41 yards rushing. Uh, they had a bunch of guys to run the ball. And then two team rushes, so kneel downs uh for negative five. So yeah. There were two guys that came out to play last night for LSU on offense. Uh Jack Besh, because he's very good at what he does which is just beat you he fights hard for yards um he fights hard for yards he tries to lay out guys he makes plays uh he's a freshman by the way so he's going to be a very very good player the next couple years and then Ty Davis Price look I criticized the hell out of Ty Davis Price early uh on in the season and I was like this guy can't play he doesn't run hard And he has done exactly what I was hoping he would do. Because I had no ill will towards him. I wanted him to work hard. I wanted him to be able to get better at what he does. And he did. Because he has turned from a guy who goes down on first contact to a guy that goes down when a normal running back would. Which is, you know, when he's wrapped up. If you get in his way, he will try to barrel through you. It's not like he did against McNeese where he would go upwards. No, he goes down. He's actually doing the things that I said he needed to do. The coaches are doing the right things. That's great. He ran decently. Behind an O-line that wasn't exactly the best and the healthiest with another guy out. You know. Did a good job. He had 106 yards. Oh, God, we had 108 total yards because of lost yardage on dumb plays. Like, Trey Palmer going backwards for three on, like... I don't remember exactly what the play was because, you know, couldn't see it perfectly. Um, But it was some sort of play, all right. Lost us three, and then Nussmeyer, two carries for 15 yards, negative. Um, but yeah, no, tight ends, price 28 carries, 106 yards, 3.8 yards per carry. I mean, he came out to play. He was breaking through. He When he got a couple of open holes, like, he would just barrel right through them. It's his best trait. I mean, it's not exactly, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, I could definitely see this guy playing on Sundays because, like, I honestly can't because just... I think it's partially size and partially the fact that he does go down a bit too easily. If you can wrap him up, he's not going to churn. But I have... I have no idea how to actually gauge a guy. That's just from what I've seen this year. I could be 100% wrong. But, hey, he's trying out there. Don't give that man an open hole. He will go right through it. And he's going at, like, top speed through it. Like, he's going real fast. It's insane. The offense has a problem. Its name is Jake Peets. Its other name is DJ Mangus because he calls the third downs. Hey, did you know that for the second year in a row, LSU is a separate guy that calls third down plays and third down plays alone? Why? That doesn't make any sense. Now, Jake Peets, apparently... I, I haven't seen the replay, so I can't confirm this, but other people are saying this, and they watch the game on television. So, here's what happened. Apparently, Jake Peets, when he was being interviewed, you know, by the crew before the game... Uh, he left practice one day because the QBs weren't having a good day he left the script and he told them y'all have a lot of practice to do he left practice early because they weren't playing well and he said y'all should just finish this out do you care at all no I 100% understand that this is your first time being an offensive coordinator. You have absolutely no excuse for just walking out of practice. You have absolutely no excuse for that. How is anyone supposed to take you seriously? How are you supposed to gain any respect, like, ever? You cannot walk out of practice because the players aren't doing well enough. You've been working with the quarterback since the spring, and they're not doing well enough in November. Who's that on? Who is that on? Is that on them, or is that on you? Because you have not done anything to make me feel confident in this scheme. This scheme doesn't work at all. Period. Comma. Exclamation point. You get the point that I'm trying to make. And that is this. We tried throwing in Garrett Nussmeyer. Garrett Nussmeyer ain't it. It's not that he's not good enough. It's that he's not the fix. The fix is getting rid of Jake Peets, because Jake Peets doesn't know how to call plays. You know how I know he doesn't know how to call plays? Because he called that stupid wildcat play that screwed us over and basically ruined the game. That was the dumbest play call I have seen LSU ever make. The single stupidest, because of the situation. Because here's an idea, when you're in the red zone and it's like first down, you don't go wildcat, When the offense is humming with Nussmeier as the quarterback, you don't just randomly go into Wildcat because that's stupid. That's just dumb. When you have a rhythm going, you keep going with it. Okay. That's like, to use a drumming analogy, because I mentioned percussion earlier, um, You are on a snare drum. You got this one beat going. And then all of a sudden, you switch to watermelons. And you just start hitting that with your drumsticks. That's what it felt like. And then, of course, the snap isn't perfect. Ty Davis-Price can't keep the ball in his hands. And fumble, Arkansas recovers. There's too cute, and then there's that, which was adorable, it's adorable to look at that play, how stupid it is. We should have been up 17 to 3, at least 13 to 3. At the very least, 13 to 3. Should have at least gotten a field goal out of it. Your idiotic play calling cost us right there. Who the hell calls a Wildcat there? Who the hell does that? Especially in this situation. When you haven't done. When was the last time we did Wildcat? We didn't do it last week, I don't think. I don't think we did it the week prior. We haven't done it that much this year. What's the point of going Wildcat here? There ain't none. Okay, cool. The offense can't do it because the scheme sucks. It's absolutely horrible. There's absolutely nothing going with it. Why are we bombing it deep on like third and medium when we're like in fringe field goal range? Why are we bombing it? What is the. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right, because Jake Peets isn't calling the plays there, because DJ Mangus says, I thought last year was a good enough sign to tell you don't hire a third down play caller. We didn't do this in 2019. Like, it's not that Joe Brady was calling just third down plays. No, he was also setting up the scheme. There was constant communication. It was constantly making sure that everything was going well. He wasn't the play caller on first and second down, I don't exactly think, but he had a lot of influence because that was a collaborative effort. Why? Just why? You know what happened last year when we had a third down play caller? Scott Linehan happened. 0 for 10 on third down against Missouri happened. A Missouri team that was missing a bunch of defensive starters because, oh my God, they had COVID. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you were 0 for 10. That's an absolute nutter joke. You do the same thing this year, you bring in two inexperienced guys, and what do you know, it doesn't work. I cannot wait for the Jake Peets experiment to end. I have no ill will towards him. I've heard he's a pretty cool guy. He's a pretty nice guy. I don't hate the guy. I hate his offensive play calling, and I hate his lack of scheme because it brings my blood to a boil watching it. Because it's like, like people, like I'm reading, I'd rather have Matt Canada. I'd honestly rather have Matt Canada. Because I know Matt Canada would not have called a wildcat formation there. He would have called a very stupid jet sweep that would have lost us three yards. And you know what? I'd rather lose three yards than the football. And I think anyone would tell you that. I'd rather lose three yards. I'd rather have a stupid play call that loses us yardage than a stupid play call that loses us the football and momentum. And that's what we got there. Defensively, we showed up again. Like, I can't believe it. The defense is showing up. Now, I will say, the defensive line didn't get the pressure like it was last week. But I will also say that last week, Alabama lost their starting center. So, they didn't exactly have a perfect offensive line. So, we exploited it. Like, yeah, exploit the other team's weaknesses. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how this game works. We didn't get that luxury. I don't think that any of uh, Arkansas's offensive linemen were out for a significant time. Uh, They had a pretty healthy offensive line. The defensive line couldn't get pressure. We had three sacks in the game, uh, but they were all by linebackers. We should have had more than three sacks. We should have had like four or five, but we could not wrap up K.J. Jefferson. And I'm like, like, we had him wrapped up. He was wrapped up. He was in the grasp. But he's, and I don't mean like in the grass, like, you know, blow the play dead in the grass, but like, you know, dude's got his arm, his hands wrapped around his leg. He should not be able to move. And he gets out of it. I don't know if it's because of strength or because of, you know, just letting go, but it was bad and annoying. Also, we only gave up one touchdown, but it was a very stupid touchdown. Now, it was going towards the student section like the end zone they were using was that end zone um and so i was watching the play develop kj jefferson he's rolling out to my left so his right and i'm noticing on the play that number 21 is wide open and i mean like maybe five, ten yards wide open and i'm like oh god they're gonna throw right to him he's still got the ball they throw right to him nobody's even close to him and he just runs right in for a touchdown And I was like, what are you doing on this play? How is he that wide open? How is he not accounted for? Now, maybe that's because they just figured out, oh, here's the look that LSU's giving us. Uh, Here's a play we can run to completely destroy it, which maybe that's that, or maybe just maybe you didn't see him. I would need to see a replay of it, but unfortunately, I haven't. And I'm talking about like an all-22 or some sort of really good angle where you can see how wide open he is. Because it was atrocious how open he was. Um, But hey, we looked kind of decent. Like, the defense held them to 13 points in regulation. They got a fake field goal. They converted a first down on a fake field goal. And they, I think, had first and goal. And we held them to three. Uh, We got them out. Sorry, my head is a little bit... uh, My voice, if you can't tell, is a little bit not as good because I was at the football game. Um, yeah. Apologies. My voice isn't the greatest when it comes to not yelling. But where was I? Oh, yeah. Talking about the fact that we got him. It doesn't say that much about the defense, though, when KJ Jefferson's also not throwing the best. Like, I mean... What was it? His... He was 18 of 25. Never mind. I don't know why I thought he was, like, worse than that. But, no, he was 18 of 25. Uh, he was actually doing pretty decently. Uh... I mean, I guess maybe. Because when he would miss throws, like, they were not good. Like, if he missed a throw, it was not always because it was like, oh, this was just a close ball 50-50 the receiver dropped it or it was 50-50 and the defender made a good play on it it was there were some throws where it was like what are you doing here son what are you doing here by the way uh he wasn't the only player to throw a pass for the fourth straight game a team has tried that trick play where you try to throw the ball to the quarterback but they didn't get it there were two things wrong with it number one that play Arkansas made that play develop over like forever. They took forever to let that play develop. I thought they'd run it again. They didn't. Uh, And it was unsuccessful because the throw was just god-awful. Like, the throw missed the dude by a mile. Like, it was overthrown, out of reach. It was terrible. And the worst part was, I think KJ Jefferson was wide open on it. At the very least, he was not, like, really tightly covered. It was not tight coverage. So, he could have had it. And, like, finally the play doesn't work. But it's four straight times that a team has decided to run that against you. Three times it worked. The fourth time, you got a lucky break. You weren't defending it, like, amazingly. You got lucky that Arkansas doesn't know how to run that play. I wouldn't be shocked if they only installed it this week. Like, Florida, we were practicing like hell because we knew Florida wanted to run it. What do you know they did? What do you know? Ole Miss runs the same play the next week, and they run it to perfection. Pretty sure Bama ran the same play. I might be completely mistaken, but I distinctly remember them trying some sort of crap where they would, um... You know... Use another quarterback. No, they didn't. I thought they did for some reason. I thought this was the fourth straight week. It might have been that they instead used a run play that used the same thing, or it might be that, and this is very possible, um, I am completely mistaken because I thought they would have done it because it had worked the past two weeks. What I can say with definitive proof is that, um... Why are our teams running it against us? Because they think it can work. And what do you know? It can. They just couldn't execute it. Arkansas doesn't know how to run it. Um... What else do I have to say about this? Um, I just, it kind of sucks that we're not going to make a bowl game, but at the very least that means, hey, I won't have to watch LSU football anymore, and isn't that a godsend? This season's been an absolute train wreck. Injuries have completely destroyed this team on defense, on the offensive line, we lost our best wide receiver, who last week was still leading the SEC in touchdown receptions, I kid you not. He had played six games, and he had nine touchdown receptions, and that led the SEC. Because, yeah, Keyshawn Boutte is really good at playing wide receiver, and I think we all know this by now. Um, But it's just kind of been unfortunate this year. Durante Jones has shown up more as the season's progressed. Um, he's finally introducing better concepts into the defense. Uh, more of those Dave Aranda-style things. That's what he did against Bama, which makes you wonder, why weren't these in beforehand? Like, at the start, the defense has completely flipped. Honestly, this is not the same defense I saw the first few games of the season. Like, the majority of the season, we didn't look that good on defense. And now we're finally there, and we're playing mostly backups. What? What changed? Honestly, what changed? Durante Jones... And by the way, Durante Jones versus Jake Peets. Durante Jones, I honestly don't think he... I don't know if he should necessarily be fired. He's actually shown that he has capability to be a good defensive coordinator. Like, the main things that I want to see out of him are... Number one, can he continue to do it? Number two, the things that you've been showing over these past two weeks... Are you going to implement more of them, and are you going to implement them into the next season? I hope the answer is yes, if we keep him around. This is a dude that has some coordinating experience, by the way. Yes, it's very low level, and yes, it was over a decade ago. He was the defensive coordinator at Franklin High School in uh, Louisiana. Uh, that was in 04 Yes, I did pull up his Wikipedia page because, lol, that was in 03. Um, and then he was the defensive coordinator at Bowie State from 2005 to 2009. And yes, I did look up how to pronounce that because I do not want to get it wrong because that would be embarrassing. But yeah, um, that that's that's what he's been. And then he's been like a secondaries coach at a bunch of teams and stuff. And then defensive coordinator this year. And he's not been the worst. He's been getting better. Meanwhile, Jake petes I want him fired into the sun. He has zero coordinator experience. He was just a friend of, like, Joe Brady's for a year. And it's shown that he can't do it. DJ Mangus can't do it. These two guys are absolutely dreadful, and they make the offense worse. They actively make the offense worse. The scheming is terrible. The play calling is terrible. And Jake Pete clearly doesn't care if that's what happened. And apparently he told the announcers that? Which, like, I don't know if that happened, but if that's what he said, then I'm inclined to believe him. Like, if he actually said that, that's what happened, because he would know he's the one who did it. That's that's my thoughts on that. But, um, yeah, I really don't know what else to say. The head coaching search is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't really know what I want. Because, you know, that's not my real area of expertise. I just want better than what we have now, which is an incompetent uh, offensive coordinator and a head coach who does not know what he's doing. Like, it's still not good. He's just not good. He just ain't it. But yeah, next week is ULM. But... It just... It kind of sucks. So for the first time in uh, 20 years, LSU is going to finish the season with a losing record, and they're going to finish dead last in the SEC West. I think that's now a guarantee. I don't think we can actually do better than dead last. Um, Though I'm also not 110% sure of this, so let me just double and triple check the... um. Actual standings before we hit the road. Um, yeah, we are 2-5 and five in the SEC. So we could finish 3-5. and five, And the two teams that are ahead of us in the SEC West both beat us. So we are officially dead last in the SEC. Uh, western division and it's even worse when you realize that the only teams that are going that have the potential to finish worse are missouri florida south carolina and vanderbilt in the like in the conference in general but yeah so that's going to do it for this episode of the two-point conversion hopefully you enjoyed me breaking this down it's not been very fun but i did my best and uh, yeah, don't forget that there will be a two-point conversion tomorrow, After uh, the day after the Saints and Titans game. Boy, that game's going to be very uh, interesting is the word I'm going to use for it. I don't know if we're going to win. I don't think we're going to win. But you never know. I just think that the Titans have a better defense. We'll see. So, if you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. And, uh, until next time, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the Two Point Conversion. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Until next time. Bye-bye.